Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moment. She stood, a demon in human form. The next, she suddenly changed into a timid woman, shaken in every limb by the cold grasp of fear. What influence had wrought the transformation? Nothing but a knock at the door. Who's there? she cried. The voice that answered her was the voice of Jack Straw. Hello there, Mrs. Fontaine. Let me in. She placed a strong constraint on herself. She spoke in friendly tones. What do you want, Jack? I want to show you my keys. What do I care about the crazy wretch's keys? was the thought that passed through Madame Fontaine's mind when Jack answered her from the outer side of the door. But she was still careful when she spoke to him to disguise her voice in its friendliest tones. Excuse me for keeping you waiting, Jack. I can't let you in yet. Why not? Because I'm dressing. Come back in half an hour. I shall be glad to see you. There was no reply to this. Jack's step was so light that it was impossible to hear, through the door, whether he had gone away or not. After waiting a minute, the widow ventured on peeping out. Jack had taken himself off. Not a sign of him was to be seen when she bent over the railing of the corridor and looked down on the stairs. She locked herself in again. I hope I haven't offended him, she thought, as she returned to the empty medicine chest. The fear that Jack might talk of what had happened to him in the laboratory at Wurzburg, and that he might allude to his illness in terms which could not fail to recall the symptoms of Mr. Keller's illness, was constantly present to her mind. She decided on agreeably surprising him by a little present, which might help her to win his confidence to acquire some influence over him. As a madman, lately released from Bedlam, it might perhaps not greatly matter what he said, but suspicion was easily excited. Though David Glenny had been sent out of the way, his aunt remained at Frankfurt, and an insolent readiness in disturbing German ladies seemed to run in the family. Having arrived at these conclusions, she gave her mind again to the still unsettled question of the new lock to the medicine chest. Measuring the longest of the bottles, the bottle containing the antidote, she found that her dressing-case was not high enough to hold it while the chest was in the locksmith's workshop. Her trunks, on the other hand, were only protected by very ordinary locks, 
and were too large to be removed to the safekeeping of the cupboard she must either leave the six bottles loose on the shelf or abandon the extra security of the new lock the one risk of taking the first of these two courses was the risk of leaving the key again in the cupboard was this likely to occur after the fright she had already suffered the question was not really worth answering she had already placed two of the bottles on the shelf when a fatal objection to trusting the empty box out of her possession suddenly crossed her mind her husband's colleagues at Würzburg and some of the elder students were all acquainted externally at least with the appearance of the professor's ugly old medicine chest it could be easily identified by the initials of his name inscribed in deeply burnt letters on the lid suppose one of these men happened to be in frankfurt and suppose he saw the stolen chest in the locksmith's shop two such coincidences were in the last degree improbable but it was enough that they were possible who but a fool in her critical position would run the risk of even one chance in a hundred turning against her instead of trusting the chest in a stranger's hand the wiser course would be to burn it at the first safe opportunity and be content with the security of the cupboard while she remained in mr keller's house arriving at this conclusion she put the chest and its contents back again on the shelf with the one exception of the label detached from the blue glass bottle in the preternatural distrust that now possessed her this label assumed the character of a dangerous witness if through some unlucky accident it happened to fall into the hands of any person in the house she picked it up advanced to the fireplace to destroy it paused and looked at it again nearly two doses of the antidote were still left who could say looking at the future of such a life as hers that she might not have some need of it yet after it had already served her so well could she be sure if she destroyed it of remembering the instructions which specified the intervals at which the doses were to be given the signs which signified recovery and the length of time during which the vegetable diet was to be administered she read the first sentence again carefully antidote to alexander's wine the fatal dose in case of accident is indicated by the notched slip of paper attached to the bottle two fluid drams of the poison more than enough to produce death were accidentally taken in my experience so gradual is the deadly effect that after a delay of thirty-six hours before my attention was called to the case the administration of the antidote proved successful the doses are to be repeated the remaining instructions beginning with this last sentence were not of a nature to excite suspicion taken by themselves they might refer to nothing more than a remedy in certain cases of illness first she thought of cutting off the upper part of the label but the lines of the writing were so close together that it would infallibly betray the act of the mutilation she opened her dressing-case and took from it a common-looking little paper-box purchased at the chemist's 
bearing the ambitious printed title of macula extinctor or destroyer of stains being an extraordinary preparation in powder for removing stains from dresses ink stains included the printed directions stated that the powder partially dissolved in water might also be used to erase written characters without in any way injuring the paper otherwise than leaving a slight shine on the surface by these means madame fontaine removed the first four sentences on the label and left the writing on it to begin harmlessly with the instructions for repeating the doses now i can trust you to refresh my memory without telling tales she said to herself when she put the label back in the chest as for the recorded dose of the poison she was not likely to forget that it was her medicine measuring glass filled up to the mark of two trams having locked the cupboard and secured the key in her pocket she was ready for the reception of jack her watch told her that the half-hour's interval had more than expired she opened the door of her room there was no sign of him outside she looked over the stairs and called to him softly there was no reply the little man's sensitive dignity had evidently taken offence one thing to be done remembering all that she had to dread from the wanton exercise of jack's tongue was to soothe his ruffled vanity without further delay there would be no difficulty in discovering him if he had not gone out wherever his mistress might be at the moment there he was sure to be found trying miss wagner's room first without success the widow descended to the ground floor and made her way to the offices in the private room formerly occupied by mr engelman david glenny's aunt was working at her desk and jack straw was perched on the old-fashioned window-seat putting the finishing touches to minna's new straw hat end of chapter two part two recording by sandra estenson judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.